Hello, and welcome to the newest episode of Walnut Grovecast. Walnut Grovecast needs your support, so please head over to patreon.com slash walnutgrovecast to find out what cool stuff you get for as little as 17 cents a day. Yes, only 17 cents a day gets you some amazing stuff. Thank you so much for your support. doing this intro yet. I, I still have to figure out something that's more permanent, but welcome to Walnut Grovecast. i turn this music off. Um, Walnut Grovecast, um, tonight I have the pleasure of having uh, Leah Mitchell on. How are you, Leah? Hi, good evening, Mark. How are you doing this fine evening? Oh, fantastic. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, awesome. I'm glad that you were able to take the time to do this. And this was, this was kind of a fun episode because it got me back to the beginning of the shows. Like it, it's an older episode. So, and I also think that this particular episode, I always thought of this, thought this, that this particular episode represents the kind of humor that carries along through the entire series of the show. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It was nice to get back to the old ones. Um, I, I know this one was in heavy rotation, but um, I remembered bits and pieces of it, but uh, it, it was nice to watch the whole episode. It's been a while. Yeah, so this aired um, on October 9th, 1974, right. just like about 135 years ago. And oh, easy. I was October – I was I was two months old. So. Oh, okay. I was about <laughs> – I was about a year and eight months or something like that. Yeah. Jeez. Jeez Louise. <laughs> I know. I, I was, um, I'm sure, I, was, I don't know, I guess, I forgot when my kids stopped wearing diapers. I, I'm hoping I was out of diapers by this point. But I don't think so. Probably not, right? No, I think you're, yeah, no, probably not. <laughs> 70s kid, I was probably, I don't know what I was doing. Cloth diapers, maybe. <laughs> oh, we were, yeah, yeah you probably were. <laughs> <laughs> you think in the early 70s, they, did they, was that a thing? I would, that's what my mom had. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, yeah. it's a question I never asked and now it's too late. So <laughs> I guess I'll never know <laughs> as I know. laugh. Um, so the episode that we're doing is the love of Johnny Johnson. Mm-hmm. Whoever names their child Johnny when their last name is Johnson is the most hilarious person in the room. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, it's funny. So you know, I don't, I don't get it. You know, it's kind of like, you know, Jimmy Jimson or, uh, you know, it's just strange, right? Have you ever right. met anybody with a name like that? Uh, not that I could think of right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no. I don't know. I probably, probably do. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, in our first clip, we're going to play some of the music in the beginning. And you referred to it as um, seven lovely 70s music. But I think of it yeah. as, and I agree with you. But I called it something that's more Brady Bunch-esque. Yes, it does. It has a little bit of elevator twang to it. Yeah. I'm just going to give it a little bit of a twirl here. All right. Ooh, got to turn it back up. picture carol walking through the kitchen reading mail or something <laughs> <laughs> well what i like about that music is uh 
I know this episode is not going to be filled with anxiety or tragedy. You know, they they kind of throw it out there that it's going to be a light. It'll be a light episode. I don't know. There's a couple tense moments. A little bit, but I mean, there's no killing and death and anthrax or anything. So I'm going cool with that. I, I disagree. I think there is a lot of killing. We just don't know about it. It's not getting reported on. You know? Oh, is that it? <laughs> um, no, it, yeah, it's a lighthearted episode. So it's one of these things where you can kind of approach it. Um, we have a new character kind of popping into town. And his name is, let's, <laughs> the surprise name. What is it? Johnny Johnson. He's the ginger of the class, uh, the new ginger. Yeah. Um, there's another kid with red hair in the class. Which I don't see his face, but I see behind his head. He sits behind, I think, Mary. Oh, no, not behind Mary. Um, he's in the fourth row. If you, I don't know if you happen to take a look at it. Yep. yep but, it's, about there. but they don't call him a scarecrow. I don't get it. No, he's not seven feet tall either. It's probably. true. Or, yeah. So he definitely okay. looks oh, yeah, a lot older, him. too. Yeah, I don't know who it looks like is. a Danny Bonaducci. Is that Danny Bonaducci? <laughs> it's, it's Danny Bonaducci in it Little House. <laughs> that would be actually kind of fitting. Somehow. Yeah. Uh, with Mr. Kincaid. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, all right, I'm going to play this other clip, which is uh, has Lauren narrating, and we kind of get a little bit of an overview of what's happening. Is it, is it John Johnson? Is that your formal name? No, man, it's Johnny. Johnny, is it? His name was Johnny Johnson. I knew just how he felt standing up there, shy and scary, with everybody staring. Even worse than the first day Mary and I came to school, because he was all alone. Why don't you look at this book? Look at the first chapter. He looks like a scarecrow in somebody's garden. That was Willie, by the way. I, I love Willie. <laughs> I feel like I would be Willie. I'd be the guy like hurting everybody's feeling and just not knowing. Right. Well, yeah, it's, just, it's natural for um, yeah. the Olsons to be that way. Yeah, they can't help themselves. <laughs> yeah. But they grow out of it, thankfully. thankfully. Well, yeah. not not um, Harriet, but the others, the kids do. Yeah, she has her moments. Yes. All right, um, you can take the seat right here in front. All right. Oh, for some reason, I thought there was more dialogue right there. I'm sorry. But, oh, no, um, you're good. But yeah, yes, we see uh, the face. We see Laura's face. Yeah, we see Laura's face, and then uh, so so she's gazing, you know, to Johnny Johnson, and then we've got a uh, Willie and his buddy with their mouths wide open, like who the heck is yes. that dude? Yeah. They're all giving him like the look of <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what is happening here? Like they've never seen a kid before, you know? It's like it's so yeah. strange. Well, um, I'm a man boy, really. <laughs> it's really funny. So, yeah, he kind of is a man boy. Um, yeah. How old is he supposed to be in this episode? So, I I think I heard them say 15. Mm. Yeah. But, but I, uh, <laughs> go ahead. No, you were going to say. Um, okay, yeah. So, the get, so he... So the guest star is Mitch Vogel, who plays Johnny Johnson, and he was actually 18 at the time when they filmed this. And Melissa was only 10. <laughs> so it's like your love interest is almost double your age. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I do think this is kind of a really sweet thing. And we see this happening with Laura a lot. She she really goes for the older guy, right? It's She does. And she gets the older guy in the end. So she has, she has lots of practice. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. So we have, we have them kind of hanging out and Laura's, you know, talking here and there, but um, they're throwing rocks. So they bring Mary into the mix. And um, I just thought that this is kind of a, a sweet little, um, this is the beginning of the jealousy, I think, right here. You go next. Well, I'm no good at throwing rocks. Oh, go on. You never know when you're going to have to hit a varmint. Now go on, try that tree right over there. It's not bad, Mary. Not bad at all. Of course, all. she throws it like a girl. <laughs> oh, that was the worst. Yeah, it, it's like it's like a girl imitating a girl throwing a, a rock poorly is what Mary yeah. just did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're going to have to throw, throw a little harder now. Here, 
You know, you have to keep your arms straight. Come on, you got chores and homework to do. <laughs> All of a sudden, Laura has chores and homework to do. <laughs> to, right, to yeah, he's, he stopped paying attention to how fabulous her rock throwing was. Yeah, and so I think we're immediately seeing that Johnny has eyes for for blue eyes over here. For blue eyes, yeah, yeah. Uh, for MI. <laughs> so um, they're back at the house. This is a, this is a cute little scene that, with Pa playing the fiddle. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, but Carrie says something, <laughs> and, and I'm just oh, going to play it once, and we're going to play What Did Carrie Say? <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. Are you, right. mm-hmm. you ready? Yep. <laughs> More music, Papa. All right, did you get that? I got it. All right, all right. Now I now I understand it, but the first time I did not get it. It's more music, Papa. Yeah, and I think you can tell um, the the other actress, the other twin, is on later on in the show, and she speaks more fluently. Oh really? Yeah. Oh man, oh, yeah. I I did not catch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. Well, I'll point it out when it gets to that point. But uh... um, also, there's a little cute little thing here. I guess as close to an Easter egg as we can get with Little House. Oh. Um, if you listen closely to the music that Pa's playing to oh, put Carrie know. to sleep. Oh, you do know? Okay. So yeah. I figured. All right. Well, I didn't figure, but. Uh, well, I'm, I didn't see it. No. Okay. I, I cheated. I saw it on the trivia on Amazon. Oh, really? Okay. So that's okay too. <laughs> but here we go. Yeah. I'm going to play it. And, um, you know, what? I'm not even going to say what the music is. So if you know what this music is, you should just kind of come and visit us on Facebook. That's how you know you're old, by the way, when your kids start calling your youth the olden days. Yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> yep, I've got that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I I get that all the time. I've been getting that for a long time. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, we have um Laura and Ma having a nice little moment here, and um, I'm I'm actually gonna let this continue, but right. I think it's a sweet thing. We also get a view of the wall. I'm obsessed oh, with the twigs on the you- wall. Yes, I had to laugh because it's like always going to bring up the, yeah, <laughs> come on, Pop. Well, this is only episode five, but I think when we get into episode even like, or uh, season one, but even when we get to season five or six, the wall's still just. Jacked it's up. Not, it's, you know, it's, come on, just finish the wall. I mean, it's plaster, right? I mean, yeah, go that's buy what a bucket. Like. Yeah. Go yeah. Buy, <laughs> it's like, this will take, I mean, pause, adding extensions to the house and building the barn and cropping the things and all of a sudden he can't put up a little plaster. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> or Ma can't? I don't know. So anyway, so uh, here's the little talk. You don't think I can remember we're that far back in history? You know what I mean. <laughs> Did you know right off that you loved him? I think so. Did he know too? I'm not sure. Your pa was never one for making sheep's eyes at girls. Why, he was so shy, I didn't even know if he liked me. Well, how'd you find out for sure? Well, I finally decided if I waited for him, I might never find out. So even though it was considered very forward for young ladies to do the asking, I invited him on a picnic. What did he say? Uh, He said... uh, don't mind if I do, which wasn't exactly the response I was looking for. One one thing I'm noticing in this particular episode is um, Caroline's eyes and Mary's eyes are so um, stark. Like, they stand out so much. They are. They're so crystally blue. Yeah. And um, it's, what, what color are your eyes? 
They're blue. They're kind of gray, okay. actually. Yeah. So do you ever find that in some photos your eyes will kind of pop and then other ones they won't? Like, is it certain light that will kind of trigger a color or something? Certain light or if I if certain clothes that I'm wearing. If I'm wearing a gray shirt, my eyes are really gray. Mm. I mean, then I'm brown. I have brown voice. eyes. So, it's, you know. so, yeah, it doesn't change. Yeah. yeah. Well, my eyes get very light, though. I'll have very light brown eyes, which is weird sometimes. But... Mm-hmm. It's um, the thing that's weird is I, I wonder if they changed their film stock or, or something like that at some point, because it, yeah, it's just weird. Another thing I, I didn't mention this yet. When the it, when the episode started, the music was very different. I don't know if you um, if you heard that. It's almost like the the opening was delayed a little bit, like the orchestra coming in was um, just a little bit after. All right. No, I didn't notice that. I'm wondering if, you know, it's just the, the evolution of the music, because, you know, I've been really focusing on probably season five and newer. And um, this one, it was just totally, totally different. Right. In those seasons, the music's a lot faster. Yeah. I mean, I'm going like to play the very really... beginning again. I just want to point it okay. out, if you don't yeah. mind. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> with the full band and they have an electric bass. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's almost like you can imagine like kind of a um, a country band doing this, not really as much an orchestra. Right. Um, so I'm just kind of curious. I really wish that they videoed, like they had some footage of the orchestra playing the music. Just something about it. I would love to see the people who are behind the music. I mean, I know David Rose, but I would just uh-huh. love to know what the musicians were doing and what they looked like. I find yeah, you have to do some digging. You might I've be able done to get somebody on. There's oh, like you nothing have nothing out yeah. there. I can't nothing. even get the musicians. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, I'm sure that you know they're famous and popular in their own circle, but it's a really right. weird. Um, you know, it's just. I guess maybe I'll just keep digging. I won't give up. <laughs> right. Well, and they probably just recorded it maybe a few times, and that mm-hmm. was it. Yeah, I would imagine. And then probably as the show became popular, they would do different versions here and there. Yeah. Who knows? I have no idea how scoring works. Um, So Laura very loudly lets the world know that she has to use the outhouse at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Which is just kind of funny and cute. We get to see how long Laura's hair is, too, which is kind of. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. It's also it's so 70s, right? (laughs) Yeah, it absolutely is. Yes. 18, 1870s. <laughs> Pa, would you tell me way, way back when I asked you to go on a picnic? What did you think? Well, who told you about that? Ma told me. Oh, she did, did she? Mm-hmm. What did you think? Well, you promised not to tell? Cross my heart. All right, well, I knew your ma would just die of a broken heart if I didn't go along, so... I accepted and then hoped to heaven she was a good cook. You're teasing. No, I'm not. But you're here to wait till a man's heart is through his stomach. Hey, Pony Star. Oh, I missed it. Well, I'll tell you what. I already have everything I want, so I'll give you my wish. But don't you have to seize the star to get your wish? Hmm, I saw it and I'm giving my wish to you. Oh. Well, you're scrunching your eyes together. Must be a pretty important wish. Got it? Mm-hmm. Okay, you run on out back. But I don't have to go anymore, Pa. Well, then you better get to bed. <laughs> oh, Pa, I do love you. I love you, too. Off to bed and have a good sleep. You too, Pa. If I didn't know better, I'd see she wished for a Nintendo Switch. You think? <laughs> <laughs> I want a Switch, Pa. Uh, she, she, I think she went for love. Yeah, I think you're right. I do love those moments between Michael Landon and uh, the, the the girls. Sometimes I think uh, it's forced, but this time I really this enjoyed one, this one. This one was this very one sweet. Was genuine. Yeah, mm-hmm. I loved it. And I, I felt like it was also one of those kind of Michael Landon moments where 
it was probably done in maybe two or three takes at most. And it was, it was just like done. Like there was like really not that much effort put into it. Right. Um, so, um, that brings us to, let's see. Um, <laughs> this I thought was also kind of sweet. There's a lot of these little things that we don't get to see too much outside of these um, early episodes. Uh, like this one. Give me a start sneaking up on me like that. What do you mean sneaking? Book of etiquette says when you're kissed by a man, you're supposed to kiss him back. Oh, it does. Yes, that's the Charles Angles Book of Etiquette. Jeez. Right. So that's that's actually in my notes. That's oh funny. really? <laughs> it is. I, that scene right there, the chemistry between Ma and Pa was pretty hot. And I was thinking if the girls were <laughs> around, is. they would be definitely having some uh, popcorn. Yeah, the, at the least pop- at least twice in this episode. Yeah, yeah. I, I th- <laughs> it looks like Caroline's fingers are greasy already, though, from this morning. I don't know these two. <laughs> and he is so much darker than her. It's crazy. Yeah. But um, I, I think that there is some type of really sweet chemistry going on, whether, you know, I, I doubt there was ever any type of real, um, you know, um, attraction here or anything like that. But I, I think that at least at this point, I, I don't know about later, they, they had a real fondness for each other as people. Yeah, yeah, it definitely yeah. shows through. Um, so... So what does Laura do? Whenever Laura meets anybody, <laughs> Laura knows how to do one thing. Go fishing. <laughs> go fishing. Either fishing or frogging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fishing or frog. I'd love to go frogging. I don't, I don't even know what the heck that is. <laughs> I'm assuming you get frogs and you get the frog get legs. The yeah. yeah. Have you ever eaten frog legs? Um, I actually have, yes. Yeah, I me too. When I was a kid. <laughs> I, I had them um, in Amish world. Like we went to dinner in one of these kind of family style things where you sit around with a bunch of strangers. It's very weird. <laughs> have you ever had the displeasure of doing this? It's No. You basically sit in a huge table, right? It's a huge like dinner table. And your family sits with you, of course. And then across from you is a whole other family. And to your right is a whole other family and even more. And everybody's just talking and they keep bringing out bowls of food and you just serve yourself. Huh? Yeah, it's weird. Right, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that's what family style meant. Um, I would have, yeah. you know, the food was incredible. You know, it's, it's all like really good food. And it's kind of like one of those things where they keep bringing you food um, until you can't walk. So right. <laughs> it's like, want more fried chicken? No, here you go. Here's some more, you know, it's, uh, but yeah, one of the things that they had was frog legs. And, um, I thought, you know, like most things it was, it's like chicken. It was chickeny. Yeah. I do remember that when I was a kid. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's all those damn Amish. So <laughs> he makes an, a comment that, um, she takes one way, but really kind of, uh, I guess it's a nice compliment. From uh, Johnny Johnson and his um, his cool hat. Oh well, yeah, he's look. all dressed in blue. His dapper in blue. Yeah, he's um. But here you go. Yanking on really quick. Yeah, he's a big one. <laughs> Boy, Laura, you know you ain't nothing like the other girls. I'm not. No, you're you're different. You really think so, Johnny? Sure I do. You know, I don't know any other girl in the whole school can put a wiggly worm on the hook the way you do. <laughs> He's a real smooth talker. <laughs> right. He, yeah. He had her there for a moment and say, like, oh, geez, yeah. Okay. It's like, yeah, I guess I, I really can kill uh, worms. Um, it's one of the worst <laughs> things to fishing to me um, is using oh, li- live it. bait. No, worms make me throw up. I well, can't even look at them. We went fishing, and the live bait was uh, fish. Oh, God. And I did it once, and I'm just like, I can't do it anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. I just yeah. I just feel miserable and terrible. But I will say that one particular um, bait actually was the only decent thing I caught. So, I don't know. I just felt bad. <laughs> I, I do feel bad. 
So um, we're going to talk a little bit about um, Laura opening up about her emotions. What a pretty song. Squirrels playing and fish jumping. This is such a cheerful place. Times like this, I feel all warm and sparky inside. You ever feel that way, Johnny? Johnny's dirty feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So clearly, he doesn't really feel the same way. The mu- there is a lot of music in this that's so Brady Bunchy and nineteen seventies. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's an yeah. oboe. I, I don't or a clarinet maybe. I think I don't think it's. I'm, I don't know what it is. It might be a clarinet. Yeah, it might be. Um. So, so Laura's going to take the advice and to kind of create a picnic. You know, like something that is um, a, a way to a man's heart. Right. So, uh, here we go. It was a rotten picnic. Not like Ma finding out she and Pa were kindred spirits and could read each other's thoughts. All that I learned about Johnny was that he could eat a lot of oatmeal cookies. Right. Yeah. And Prepare yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare yourself for, you know, to be disappointed by men. Um, it's, it's, a sad, <laughs> it's a sad truth that is best learned young. Um, not, no offense to men, but I know men. I am a man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so here we have um, your note actually says Ma and Pa, puppy love. Let's. Um, we have we have Charles out there doing a little bit of woodwork, which I always love seeing. He, um, the people who set up the show, really kind of fasten him with the proper tools and methods. I don't know if if uh, Michael Landon knows anything about carpentry, but they definitely set him up so he kind of looks as though he's the proper nineteenth century carpenter. Right. Has Laura been asking you some funny questions lately? She asked me how we met. About our courtship. Well, did I? When I was out by the barn working, she was asking me the same kind of thing. What men like about women. Really? Yeah. I suppose she's got a little case of puppy love, do you? Laura? Mm-hmm. Well, Charles, I can remember chasing somebody when I was younger than Laura is. I can remember slowing down so you could catch me. <laughs> oh, Charles. You knew mm-hmm. smooth talk. Oh, he is a charmer. <laughs> he really <Yeah>. is. <laughs> he wrote that one. Yeah, he wrote that line himself. You know yeah, that. he wrote it about 300 <laughs> times before he perfected it. <laughs> uh, you know, he definitely. Um, I think he's a, he was a fan of himself. Which, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right, yeah, as he should be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think he, he liked to be the um the center of some attention and I'm getting actually I'm keep freeze framing these like pretty decent screenshots. I'm I'm describing screenshots. But so we have Laura now, um and this is where things get a little bit rocky at this point. Well, if it isn't Johnny Johnson. <laughs> I was just telling your pa here, you know, you don't need to work on that fish trap the way you catch fish, Laura. <laughs> Want to help us set it up at the falls, Johnny? Hey, I'd sure like to. Good. Only I don't know if I can. Why not? Well, you see, I, I came here to ask a favor. What kind of favor? Well, you see, I'm getting really behind in these reading words, you know? Mm-hmm. And that makes the homework awfully hard. So I was figuring on maybe asking Mary to help some. You know, I mean, her wanting to be a teacher and all, maybe she wouldn't mind. If it's all right, that is. It's fine with me. You don't think she'd mind? I mean, you know, taking away from her studying and all. Only one way to find out. Go on to the house and ask her. (laughs) 
Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Uh-oh. Nice boy. Why don't you cut me some more lengths of string, huh? Cut your own string, Pa. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep, so this is where the triangle officially begins. Laura kind of, she's starting to realize that he's got a thing for Mary and not her. Yeah, and um, if, if looks could kill. Oh, um, my heck, yeah. Her response to Pa is, like, actually kind of funny. Gotta collect the eggs. <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta collect the eggs. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pa. Uh, so what I what I like about this scene, uh, more visually than audio, is the detail of the busy work that's going on during the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we got like Pa building the fish trap, and she's collecting the eggs, and we've got Jack in the background, and the horses, and the cows, and the animals. It, it does feel real. It doesn't feel like they're um like yeah, on they're a not film just, location. Yeah. yeah, they're not on a film location, but it's real. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. He actually is. It looks as though he's really kind of building this trap, um, mm-hmm. which does not look like it's going to work. But it's um, probably going to because you know, hey, the Ingles. Yeah, they they know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, the next day at school, um, they're wearing their Sunday best. Now these are the country girls, right? And yeah. They're well, at least Laura is wearing her so Sunday best. Laura is, yeah, because she wants to. She, she 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 still has hope. I want to get with thing. you, Johnny Johnson. Yeah, she she might or he might notice her in her pretty blue dress. Yeah. So um, this is the beginning of the real kind of, you know, um, the sibling rivalry here. Now see what you've done. You've got them both in trouble. Why don't you just grab the slingshot instead of squealing for Johnny to take notice and come to your rescue? Well, if that isn't a pot calling the kettle black, you're the one always trying to get him to take notice. I don't give a hoot for your dumb old Johnny Johnson. He's not dumb. And just for that, you can walk home by yourself. (laughs) It's a long walk home. So what had yep. happened was that one of the boys had a slingshot and he was going to shoot a squirrel. And and Mary said, no, 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 no. You know, don't do that. And I guess Johnny saw this and kind of got in there and started wrestling with the guy. Mm-hmm. And um, I have to, you know, be stand by my woman. And <laughs> it's, uh, it's the right thing to do. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. Poor Johnny Johnson has no clue. He has no you know, no, he has absolutely no clue. Laura's not on his radar on any level at all. Mm-hmm. So, um, what do we have? We have we also have attacking Mary's. You know, right away. Actually, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That is. Um, I'm going to go right to it. Okay. Is it? You know, I I kind of like this. This is the type of stuff where, that I was talking about that kind of carries to the newer episodes. That you know, this kind of not petty, but a little bit, you know, acting juvenile and goofy um, just for for the sake of something like a boy. Mm-hmm. And we'll see the way, you know, this character develops as early as 1974, carrying all the way to when Almanzo by sheet music, you know, it's the yep. same oh, that... little girl. <laughs> yep. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. The, yeah. Feisty Laura. She's yeah. in there. And um, I think that if when you really look at all of these type of things, whether it's putting on clown make, makeup and kissing Almanzo or doing uh, a number of these type different things, it's you see that the natural um, n- the natural growth of Laura, I think we see why we kind of fell in love with these characters so easily. Oh, they, absolutely. They seem real to us uh, on some level. But um, here we go. Attacking uh, Mary a little bit, which is always fun, I think. (laughs) Stupid Mary. No pictures. Letters. Pictures. No, Carrie. Going to make letters. Letters. Pictures. Letters. She's definitely, I can understand what she's saying there a lot easier. Is that what you were meaning? Yeah, yeah, I think that this is the other sister, because you can. She, you 
Sure. Yeah, you can understand her a lot better. Her hair looks a little bit better, um, like more precisely trimmed than the other one. Right. The other one had kind and of a weird thing. Yeah, and she's not trying so hard to get her words out. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny. Let her draw. <laughs> Why do you always have to spoil everything anyway? I don't know what you're talking you about. Tell her, Laura. You do too. You used to always have fun walking home. Now all you do is show off playing teacher. Don't be silly. I'm not being silly. And you're two-faced, Mary Ingalls. Saying one thing behind Johnny's back and acting another to his face. It wasn't my... If you watch the um, Greenbush twin that's there, she's looking at Laura like, I've never heard you talk this way to anybody. (laughs) She's so surprised. Like, oh, my God, you're yelling. Yeah, it's it's so bizarre. My idea to play teacher was his. You're just a fool of shut up! You just shut up! Laura, I don't want you to speak to your sister that way nor to anyone else. All right, now, what's this all about? What about Millions? Just a little argument. Well, nothing is solved by shutting off the other person's argument. Now, Laura, I want you to hear your sister out. Ooh. She runs for it because that's oh, another thing. Yeah, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she goes blind. Um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's what really happened up in that loft. Yeah, she was like reading spells or something like that. <laughs> She's got her Mary Voodoo up there. Yeah, I have to work on my um, Little House in the Prairie fan fiction. <laughs> 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 that would just be ridiculous. All right, so. Um, so we have Ma, Ma talking about some of this. Ma always has great advice, right? I think that it's a rarity that she says th- things that we disagree with, which is why when she has episodes where she's kind of losing her mind, we're very surprised. But mm-hmm. um, she definitely has sage words here. It's all part of growing up to be a woman. Whoops, I'll go back a little bit. Why, we can even look back now and laugh. Just as you will be able to laugh at this one day, you'll see. It's all part of growing up to be a woman. I don't think I want to grow up to be a woman. It hurts. <laughs> well, nobody grows up all the way. There's a little girl inside every woman. Just as there's a woman inside every little girl. And you mustn't be afraid to hurt. Because that's a part of life. Hurt is something to measure happiness by. It's like valleys and mountain peaks. Without them both, the world would be flat and uninteresting. With me, it's all valleys. Keep trying to think of ways to make Johnny like me better. But none of them seem to work. Honey, one of the biggest mistakes that people make is trying to change themselves so that somebody else will like them. In a way, that's a kind of a lie. Deep down inside of all of us, there's a sense of trueness telling us who we really are. Both your pa and I want you to be your own true self. Because we love you, Laura. You're really doubling up on the advice in this episode, huh? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that that is, um, I think these little moments are very sweet. Another thing that I noticed is she didn't pull out the Bible scriptures or anything like that. So that's kind of refreshing. Um, I don't, I don't really mind it so much. It's just that sometimes it can get a little bit much. It does. It gets a little heavy at moments. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and this being an early episode, I don't, th- did we mention what episode this was um, in the uh, number? Episode, yeah, we're episode five. Yeah, I mean, this is very early. I mean, we're talking. Yeah, we're still character developing here. and There's no episodes. season two uh, for sure at this point. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's uh, you know, it could just kind of go away. So, um, so all right, that brings us to... Let's see. Oh, I, I, we have a little bit of a talk. We have Charles talk, Charles and Caroline in the barn. 
Um, oh, no, no, they're not. I always think they're in the barn. They're in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Um, and uh, they're, they're kind of talking about this drama that's going on. She was just as cute as she could be, trying to figure out ways to get that boy to like her. And all the time he was smitten with Mary. I thought he just wanted Mary to help him with his reading. <laughs> that was just an excuse. How old is he? I don't know, 14, 15. Well, he has to get Miss Beadle to help him. That's what she's there for. Mary was just <laughs> trying to be nice. Well, I don't like it. Why, Charles Ingalls, you said yourself what a nice boy he is. Well, that's when I thought he was a boy. He's 15 years old, Carolyn. That's not a boy anymore. That's a man. What a fellow's like when he's 15 years old? No, Charles, you tell me. What were you like when you were 15? Go see this doc. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> this is another thing that we, we see this uh, later on, too. Almost the exact same dialogue, yeah, yeah. when uh, they're discussing Amonzo. And we love it. You know, we, we really eat it up. Um, I yeah. love Caroline's, like, holding back the, you know, the laughter. And it, it's such one of these type of things where she's not worried at all, and he's, like, petrified. And yeah. <laughs> it's it's very sweet, and it also shows what kind of, what kind of amazing parents um, they're really kind of selling to the audience. Yeah. <laughs> They're not real. No. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. Um, now, now, when you have a crush on somebody, I would imagine this might be the, the best thing in the world to hear from that person. But in this case, uh, it doesn't really end so well. That's right. Meet me by the sweetheart That's tree. Right. That's very good. What? After school, meet me by the sweetheart tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, she probably has thousands of butterflies. Right. She's she's ready for oh. Horton. Um, yeah. It's, it's so... So she goes and meets him at the tree. And um, it's... Actually, I took a screenshot of it before when I was watching it. And it's... You you laugh, but you, you really poor Laura, right? I mean, it's it's right up it's there with the apples in the dress moment. It's uh-huh. it's the worst. So he's saying, "I've been carving into this tree," and blah blah blah. So let's just big reveal. Show me what you carved, Johnny, please. All right. Well, what do you think? I figured you could tell me, you being so close to her and all. It says, it says JJ plus MI. Uh-huh, which is not Laura's initials. I think I see her mouthing, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I know, it's her rotten sister. So I, <laughs> I'm, I hope she goes blind. Um, so... <laughs> I, I have this little thing. I want to talk about the actor who plays Johnny Johnson. All right. Um, and um, maybe where we know this actor from, because he looks a lot like somebody I've seen in a lot of movies. And I can't say for sure that I followed his career, but I have a feeling I've seen him here or there. He's had a pretty decent career. So um, if Mark, this, I wrote this, I'm reading it. I'm going to do my best with it. Um, if Mark Twain's Tom Sawyer character came alive, actor Mitch Vogel, would be his doppelganger. Mitch was one of Hollywood's top performers during the late 1960s and early 1970s. Mitch had a quick start to his career when his very first film at the age of 12 was ended up being a popular comedy, Yours, Mine, and Ours, starring with Lucille Ball. And the very next year, he reached the zenith of his film career with The Reavers from 1969. He played the role of Lucius in the film adaptation of William Faulkner's coming-of-age novel, the film won both Mitch and Steve McQueen Golden Globe nominations. Following the success, Mitch became a popular face on TV, and in 1970 joined Bonanza, enjoying a two-year stint on the show playing the character Jamie Hunter 
an orphan taken in by the Cartwright men, Cartwright men, and later adopted. In casting Mitch's Jamie, producers felt that the Western needed a facelift, as Michael Landon, at age 34, was a bit long in the tooth to be receiving fatherly advice by patriarch Ben. The series ended in 1972. Mitch forged a friendship with Landon during that time and went on to appear in this episode. Um, he also appeared in a couple other episodes, um, which I, I I know them, but I don't have them in front of me. I, I'll dig them up. But he also appeared for Disney in lead roles of in The Menace of the Mountain in 1970 and The Boy from Dead Man's Bayou in 1971. By the time he reached adulthood, Mitch forged a life away from the limelight. These days, he lives in Southern California and is married with two daughters. And I think he's in a band. So I, I was trying to find out information about his band. So I think that would be kind of interesting to find um, the Mitch band. It was right, a terrible I, read of, on my end, but... Um, <laughs> no, no, you're good. It was not. Um, but yeah, in a band, I picture him playing like the banjo or... <laughs> The jugs or something. <laughs> <laughs> the washboard. Yeah. The washboard. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's... <laughs> That'd be funny. But um, all right. So back to the show. So now was uh, now where are we? We have a broken heart and we're not really sure what's going on. The Ingalls house has not felt this dark in a very long time. Not since Charles fell out of that tree. And the girls had to pull the sacks, which was really just uh, a month ago at the airing of this episode. Um, so here we are around the dinner table. How's school today? It was fine, Pa. Not for me. I'll be the laughing stock of every girl in school tomorrow. All because of that numbskull, Johnny Johnson. What on earth? Well, he seemed like such a nice lad. He sneaked off and put my name on the sweetheart tree. For everybody to gape at. Johnny loves Mary. And I don't even like him. Willie's right. He looks like a scarecrow. And he's addle-brained as well. How could you be so mean? He's the best run-on roper in the whole school. You're the numbskull. Triggered? <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> that was, uh... Oh... It's kind of like Laura must look at Mary and just kind of think you have his attention and it's not fair. Right. Yeah, it's it's the worst. So what we're going to do is have um, some words from Pa, which I think um, you, you clip one of the funniest words, I think, from this entire episode, which I'm not going to spoil. I'm just going to let okay, yeah, Laura I'll try say. To think back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think it's so funny. Uh, I didn't catch this, so that's why, why I think it's so fun. It's doubly funny because I, I didn't catch it at first. I guess I just accepted it as a regular word. It's not fair, Pa. He doesn't care a hoot about him. It's her name he put on the tree. I could have died. It was the most tragical thing that ever happened in my whole life. So uh, if you missed that, it's tragical. So. Oh, yeah. That, I actually tried to spell that word. And I was like, I don't even know if I spelled that right in my notes. Oh, you did. But when you yeah, heard it, I was that, like, what the, what's that word? And then I listened to it. I'm like, tragical. It was tragical. And when you're 10, yeah, that, that's a huge word. And it's you could feel that heartbreak. We know what she's saying. We, yes. We get it. It is, it is tragical. I agree with this. Yeah. Um, pa ends on a high note here, talking wonderfully about Ma. I remember when I was a boy, I, I knew this little gal. She had pigtails and freckles. She was about four years younger than me, which is like a hundred when you're 15. Huh. Johnny's 15. Yeah. I used to call her Tagalog because she's always chasing after me all the time. I didn't pay her any mind. And all of a sudden, one day, I noticed a whole bunch of boys buzzing around her like bees to honey. I took a good look at her and I realized that She'd blossomed in about the prettiest thing I'd ever seen. I figured she'd taken me right off, but she couldn't see me for dust. Her name was Carolyn. Ma? Ma. And you're just like her. Just like her. 
You wait and see. One of these days, you're going to have lots of bows. I wouldn't be surprised if Johnny Johnson's one of them, sweet thing. I'm not a sweet thing, Pa. I blamed it all on Mary, and it wasn't even her fault. I said wicked things to her on purpose. I meant to be hurtful, but it didn't stop my hurting. Now you learned a lesson. Hurting back doesn't help. There's lots of ways to make amends. I guess I was jealous. Well, so was I. You, Pa? Mm-hmm. Some young sprout was trying to steal my best girl. Oh, Pa! I love you. Now, if you're going to grow up to be as pretty as your Ma, I think we ought to get you home and give you some supper. <laughs> Not that funny. But, so we have we have amazing advice from Michael Landon there. You go home and eat. So... We never see her apologize to Mary. We never see the rectify the situation, but we'll just assume it happened. It did, yeah. <laughs> of course, right? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, the one thing I wish I clipped it, I didn't clip it, it might have been right before this, is when she says to Pa, um, did you like any girls before you met Ma? <laughs> and it's one of those questions that, um, it, it's just one of those things that, I think he gave the best answer too. He's like, um, it's like I'm unsure if I would answer that question even in, if your mom was asking me. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> There's no Something right answer. Just left unsaid. Right, exactly. right, right. You just kind of move on. Well, Leah, thank you so much for getting together tonight. Uh, I thought this was a, a really this is like your perfect kind of sweet episode. I, I think this might even be a good episode for somebody to watch for a very first episode. Yeah, you're right. It would be definitely. Um, the one my we wife watched was the one with the window. It was a much later episode where uh, Laura kept breaking the uh, plate glass window. Right. And I don't know why that, that one seemed to make her want to watch it more. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, she, she, I have to still force her to watch the show, but <laughs> she has no interest. But uh, she didn't find it repulsive after that episode. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. 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 We don't watch it here at the house. My husband will roll his eyes. He's like, <laughs> oh, no, we're not. This is not happening. I say you get him on the show. <laughs> no. No, no. He'd be like, yeah, no. <laughs> Absolutely no. No. That's he's, got a, he's got an excellent radio voice, though. Definitely. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider supporting Wanna Grovecast by heading over to patreon.com slash Any support is appreciated.